Today is our final day of the Bible study entitled Real Life. We are going to end this Bible study by putting the finishing touches of the promises of God on the lives of Abraham and Sarah. Sarah conceived at 90 years old and gave birth to a baby boy. Her joy, well, it was enormous. I don't know what you're waiting for, but I can guarantee you that God has not forgotten you. No matter how long you've waited for your miracle, my friend, it's on the way. Just ask Sarah. This is Bible teacher and author Carol McLeod, and I'm your host every weekday on a jolt of joy right here on the Charisma Podcast Network. Thanks for joining me as we go digging for extraordinary and miraculous treasures in the Word of God. Now, let's get started on our final lesson of our current Bible study entitled Real Life. Twenty-five years have passed since God first promised to make Abram and Sarai a great nation. Abram is now 99 years old and Sarai is about 89. I bet that Sarah knitted and took naps at this point in her life. I wonder if Abram drank coffee on the porch with his old cronies, and every now and then he got up to play the Hebrew rendition of shuffleboard. Abram, well, he might have been bald, and Sarai, well, she probably has lost all of her teeth. She probably sags every place a woman at this age sags. And Abram's get up and go has gotten up and gone. The honeymoon kind of love has long ago fizzled between Abram and Sarai. Sarah's life has passed her by. Oh, wait, let's stop there because that's real life, isn't it? Do you feel that your best days are behind you? Do you feel that you have wasted your chance for anything significant or meaningful? Do you feel forgotten by God? Think again. God is able to use you in every season of life. You might feel like God is unable to birth anything in you, but this is his specialty. God is not forgotten and neither are you. Genesis 17 verses 1 through 5. Now, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me, Abram, and be blameless. I will establish my covenant between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you will be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I will make you the father of a multitude of nations. God had to change some things about Abram and Sarai's life before the promise would come to pass. He reminded them of his call to honor him and to walk with him in righteousness. You know, it's in the waiting season in our lives that those things are sorely tested. While we're waiting for the promise to be fulfilled, we're tempted not to walk with God. We're tempted to compromise our lifestyle. And you know, as 21st century Christians, we look at waiting as a bad thing, as a frustrating thing, as a less than desirable time. But from heaven's perspective, the days of waiting in the life of a believer are among the most meaningful and productive times of our entire lives. How we wait demonstrates our level of trust in God and in his word.
And then at this juncture, God changed Abram's name to Abraham. And Sarai was not left out of this change. Let me read to you from Genesis 17, verses 15 and 16. Then God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. I will bless her, and indeed I will give you a son by her. Then I will bless her, and she will be a mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. So Sarai, the girl who used to be beautiful, the one who used to turn heads, the woman who pushed God out of the driver's seat, whose arms and heart remained empty. Remember that girl, Sarai? She was not forgotten by God. When you have given up, God has a new word for you. God has a new identity for you. God will always call you to be more than you could ever be on your own. Abraham was now known as the father of a multitude. Sarah would be known as the mother of nations. This couple chose to believe and to never give up, to never give up in doubt. Genesis 17, 17. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Will a child be born to a man 100 years old? And will Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? You know, the promise was so outlandish that Abraham could do nothing but fall on his face and laugh. And at 100 years old, I wonder if he had a hard time getting up again. He might have laughed. He might have needed help getting up. But Abraham never stopped believing. Now, right after God changed Abraham's name to Abraham and Sarai's name to Sarah, they had some unexpected visitors. When Abraham sees that these three men on his property, he called to Sarah to make a special meal for them. Genesis chapter 18, verses 8 and 9. And he took curds and milk and the calf which he had prepared and placed it before them. And he was standing by them under the tree as they ate. And they said to Abraham, where is Sarah, your wife? And Abraham said, she's over there in the tent. So while they were eating the first course of their meal, they asked Abraham where Sarah was. And they called her by name, although they had never officially met her. Genesis 18.10. The man said, I will surely return to you at this time next year, and behold, Sarah, your wife, will give you a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent door, which was behind him. One of the visitors gave a prophetic word over Sarah's life, and Sarah, being the good wife that she was, was listening. She was eavesdropping. She was snooping to see what they were going to say. Genesis 18, 11 and 12. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in age. Sarah was past childbearing. And Sarah laughed to herself, saying, After I have become old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? So Sarah laughed to herself, and it wasn't a gentle giggle. It was a side-splitting guffaw. Yeah, right. Have you seen my husband? He is no spring chicken, and my desire for him died a long time ago. Genesis eighteen thirteen, And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I indeed bear a child when I am so old? Every Sarah must settle this question in her life. You have to settle it, and so do I. Is anything 
too difficult for the Lord? It's a real life question that you must answer a thousand times or more this side of heaven. You know, 2,000 years later, an angel announced the same message to another woman who was about to be pregnant by another miracle. And the angel said to Mary, for nothing will be impossible with God. Women from every generation at every moment in history have to determine their theology. Is there anything too difficult for the Lord? Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 and 2. Then the Lord took note of Sarah, as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. So Sarah conceived and bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the appointed time of which God had spoken to him. The Lord took note of Sarah. Don't you love that phrase? Sarah was not forgotten at 89 years old, and you are not forgotten either. You know, often I'll pray, Lord, take note of me like you did Sarah. Lord, Take note of me. These verses also say that at the appointed time. Now, I'll have to admit that God's timing is not always my timing. But I know this, God's timing is always perfect. You and I can trust the timing of God in our lives. Genesis 21, verses 3 through 6. And Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. Then Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Now Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. This is too good to be true, Sarah said. I am a mom. Everybody who hears about it is going to join in my joy with me. Sarah could not contain her enormous joy. It was spilling out of her and splashing onto the world around her. Genesis 21, 7 and 8. And she said, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. The child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. Sarah and Abram had to choose to trust God, my friend. They had to choose not to lean on their own understanding. They had to choose to surrender to the will, the promise, and the timing of God Almighty. These are real life issues for men and women who are living this side of eternity. You know, Sarah made a mistake. She took things into her own hands and it blew up in her face. I hope that you'll learn from the story of Sarah and Abraham not to take things into your own hands, but to trust the timing and the plan of God. When Sarah chose to trust God, she received a son, and the joy, well, it was simply enormous. She received the greatest blessing imaginable. God is never late. He is never late. What will you do with your real-life issues? Will you take them into your own hands, or will you trust the God of promise? Let me remind you that when God makes a promise, he doesn't exaggerate or overextend himself. God is not a man that he should lie, but every promise he makes, he keeps. And that, my friends, is a real life issue.
Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.